The Canadian Federation of Agriculture says it's pleased that the Canadian Senate voted in favour of Bill C-208 adoption this week. Brandon Suris MP Larry Maguire's private member's bill addresses long-standing barriers that make it more costly to transfer a farm to a family member than to a third party. Mary Robinson is president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. I kind of feel like we are cautiously optimistic that we're gaining some momentum here in, in victories for Canadian agriculture. You know, we did have the change in agri-stability with the removal of the RML, and, and uh, now we're seeing the, the passing of 208. And to think that a private member's bill that passed uh, on a topic like this is, is pretty amazing. And uh, CFA has been working on this for more than a decade. Uh, so uh, in conjunction with uh, accounting and small business communities to just, you know, this has been a long-standing barrier to interne- intergenerational farm transfers. And to see it eliminated is wonderful to think that it's going to facilitate more farm families staying in their farming business. And it's going to just level the playing field. We weren't looking for preferential treatment. We were just looking for the playing field to be leveled on taxation. So very exciting. Yeah, and I guess... um this will this will be a big deal, you know, with um, the average age of Canadian farmers um, now at over fifty five years. I guess just talk about the number of farms that that'll be changing hands here, you know, in the next little while. Yeah, there's going to be billions of dollars of farm assets changing hands, um, and uh, to think that we've we've moved away from this treatment as a dividend and instead, you know, being able to have it in a, a more favorable tax situation and and I think the the savings is in excess of 20%. So I'd seen one figure where if uh, if you were talking about a farm worth a million dollars, it was uh, the savings were about two hundred thousand um, dollars. So those are big, big numbers, especially when you look at how a lot of farm families typically don't uh, take a lot of money out of their their businesses. Instead, they reinvest their profits. Um, so to to think that. When each generation transfers the farm to the next generation, they have to finance their retirement. Many people, unfortunately, um, don't have our RSPs or, or plan on the sale of their farm to fund the next chapter of their life. Uh, this is exceptionally wonderful for, for that. And to, to see a private member's bill, um, you know, um, get this far, is that is that uncommon or...? I understand it's incredibly uncommon, and I can tell you, coming from Prince Edward Island, I was so fiercely proud yesterday to listen to both um, Senators Percy Down and Senator Diane Griffin speak to it uh, when when it was going through its third reading. And I, I also uh, had opportunity not only hear the wonderful work Larry McGuire's done, but also to hear the, the support of it from Wayne Easter. And uh, uh, many of your readers and listeners will know the name Wayne Easter. He's been a long-standing MP here, and he has announced he will not be re-offering. So I'm very excited for Wayne because I know that he cares pretty deeply about this issue. And what an amazing thing to have a private member's bill passed because uh, typically governments uh, don't like to see tax law being written by uh non-government MPs. So I, I think it's, it's exceptional and it's long overdue. We've seen other people try to get this through. So I think it really speaks to the representation and I think it speaks to the raised profile and awareness of potential that agriculture brings to Canada. And as I said earlier, 
I think we're getting some momentum here, and I think we need to continue to pound the drum of positivity and opportunity uh, of what agriculture embodies for all of Canada, not just the people that live and work in agriculture, but well beyond that. That was Mary Robinson, president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. The Canadian Cattlemen's Association Cattlemen's Young Leaders Mentorship Program has announced its 24 semifinalists for 2021. Out of the 24, 14 are representatives from the Prairies, with 11 from Alberta and 3 from Saskatchewan. Glenda Lee Allen Vossler talks with Jessica Giles, the Canadian Cattlemen's Youth Leadership Coordinator. Let's start with the basics and talk to us about the mentorship program itself. So the Cattlemen's Young Leaders Mentorship Program, or the CYL program as we like to call it, is, as you mentioned, a national initiative under the Canadian Cattlemen's Association for young people ages 18 to 35. And it takes 16 participants each year, and it matches them with the mentor for a nine-month mentorship opportunity in their specific area of interest in the beef industry, whether that's sustainable grazing practices, industry advocacy or policy, uh, serving on industry boards, and so much more. And in addition to being matched with an industry mentor, they're also granted a $2,000 budget. And this funds various learning opportunities and their participation in industry events of their choosing. Now, 24 semifinalists, 14 of which are from the prairies. Yes, so we were excited to have 11 semifinalists from Alberta, and we've got three from Saskatchewan this year. And um, when we look at our, our 24 semifinalists as a whole, we've got lots of producers. Uh, we've got a, numbers of, a number of students in that mix and also lots of people working in the industry, whether that's in you know relation to finance. We have a rangeland ecologist, uh, someone working at the auction market, um, etc., and all those people that play important roles in, in the industry and supply chain. And can you fill us in on our Saskatchewan nominees? From Saskatchewan, we have three semifinalists, and that is Brock Larson from Simi. We have Holly Sparrow from Vanskoy, and Logan Hoff from Eston. And these three are producers um, with a strong production background, and we're really looking forward to welcoming them to our final round of competition, the CYL Selections event where we're going to get to know these semifinalists um, a bit more and hear their ideas and discussions and um, get to pick their brain a bit. So what is the next step now? So the next step is honestly one of the highlights of the program year and it's the annual CYL selections competition and through this event 24 semifinalists will be vying for one of 16 spots in the upcoming program year and during the selections event semifinalists will rotate through roundtable discussions that are about timely topics in the beef industry Uh, for example we have some um, about sustainability and the future of that for the industry, um, animal health, etc. And as they're rotating through these roundtable discussions, they're judged by our generous program sponsors. So last year we held this event virtually over Zoom. And um, this year we're still 
exploring what the format of this event will look like in um, that late August to September time frame. And uh, we look forward to sharing more details with our semifinalists in the coming weeks as plans come together. That's Jessica Giles, the Youth Leadership Coordinator with the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.